Talk a little bit about the Winnipeg Nightlife Awards this past weekend at the Metropolitan Entertainment Center. And first impression, first thing I'll say, it felt very, very big time. So congratulations to the organizers, including Jordan Earl, his partner at 441 Maine. He's here to talk about the awards and the new patio smoking ban, which uh, in essentially day one here, Jordan seems to have a little bit of confusion attached to it, if if I'm reading the tea leaves correctly. Sure. I mean, I, I went on the uh, provincial website this morning, couldn't find a lot of information on it. Um, obviously, we need to make sure that uh, for the next time we're going to be open this weekend that we fully understand the ban and therefore complying with everything. But my understanding is, is that it's going to affect uh, bars, restaurants, nightclubs that uh, serve alcohol or serve food on their patios. Um, us, for example, that that's not the case. It really is more of just a smoking area that we have outside. And I know there's a lot of other, well, several other nightclubs in the city that have kind of the same thing where they're not serving on these patios, but they're really just a secured outside area to allow someone to pop out for a smoke. Yeah, we, we have been trying to figure it out for sure because uh, Scott Jawson with the Manitoba Hotels Association, we asked him on the news with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham, so what about those if you just have a, a fenced off area like you just mm-hmm. described? And he said, the way I understand it, that's a no-go as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. So that there is some confusion on that. Uh, everything I've read says if there's food and drink served, then no smoking. 100%. But uh, we went to, we were at an event just over here at uh, Tijuana Event Center on Thursday. Right. And uh, some of our friends asked the manager there if their smoking pen is okay. Because they have like, it's just like a, going out into a box basically. And their, their manager seems to think it's okay. So it's all very confusing. What is, for those who are unfamiliar with your current setup, you would uh, smokers come out of the club on to Bannatine to have a smoke? Yeah, yeah. On the side on Bannatine, there's a backdoor entrance. Um, secured area in the summer, it's quite a bit bigger. It kind of goes out onto the sidewalk a bit there and it's all fenced in. And in the wintertime, it's a smaller secured area. But we have staff out there that ensure that uh, everyone's kind of not coming back in and we're controlling who enters. And it's really just an outside place for people to go out and catch a cigarette. You know, and we were surmising and speculating about what this would mean if... The way Scott Jocelyn presented to us was the case where these pens essentially have to come down. It has to be open area. That would pose or cause a, a lot of undue stress, not only for patrons, but for operators as well, because that would mean you would be leaving the premise mm-hmm. anytime you left for a cigarette and would have to clear all the same protocols. Obviously, if you wanted to allow people to, to cut line in order to come back in, that would be an operator decision. But in terms of security and otherwise, uh, it means, I would imagine, re-clearing uh, whatever security protocols you have in place. Well, sure. And that's a primary concern. And that's something that's obviously very important to us and anyone else who's in this industry is making sure that those who are coming in have have gone through those security protocols and pat-downs and checked identification and all those good things. And so if you don't have a secured area where they can go outside to do that, I mean, yeah, how, how do you do that? I mean, I guess you just run them through it all again. You say you don't serve on your patio even during the summertime. No. Um, are there tables or anything on that patio in the summer? No, there aren't. So there's uh, there's no service outside. We uh, our, our liquor licenses not um, extend to the outdoor area. So uh, all drinks are left inside. And again, even in the summertime, it's really just an outside area for people to go out and smoke or catch some, some air as well. We got a couple of minutes left here. Winnipeg Nightlife Awards were on Friday at the Met. Global Morning, Global News. 
morning, Shannon Cousins, the anchor. She won Best TV Personality, so congratulations to Shannon. Macklin and McGarry presented Best Pizza. Santa Lucia won that honor. While I try to restrict my pizza consumption to five days a week. Yes, very good. Sometimes <laughs> it doesn't really work. So they they, cho- they chose wisely when they asked us to present that award. We thought it was spectacular. How did you feel about it, Jordan? Oh, I, I think all of us felt that the awards were a, a great evening. I think people had a great time, and there was a lot of... Uh, a lot of really cool talent in the city that was recognized. And again, it, it felt more like a Winnipeg Awards than a Nightlife Awards to me last or on Friday Night Rally. Yeah, and you know, and, and I think it just kind of encompasses this renewed confidence that Winnipeg has about itself to celebrate itself in, in such a fashion. And uh, I, I'm, I'm glad that this is happening and uh, so proud of uh, everyone that was involved in this. And it, and it came across so big league. And so congratulations, congratulations to you and everyone involved in, in putting the awards on. And, uh, oh, no, hopefully there'll be a fourth annual. Oh, absolutely, without question. Bigger yeah. and better. Yeah, one of the things that I really enjoyed was the the cross section of culture and mm-hmm. age, and you know, you saw people from all kinds of different ages, from all different walks of life, uh, who came together for this sort of unique event. How are the winners determined? Because you have the website where you can vote. Yeah, yeah. Is it entirely voted on by fans or by by people who go logging on, or does the committee that you're a part of have a play a part in picking the winners? Really good question. In fact, a question I've probably been asked uh, two dozen times in the last week and a half. Yeah. Um, so in the initial <laughs> rounds, the committee did have a vote in determining sort of the finalists for each round, and it was uh, 70-30. So 70% public voting, 30% uh, the committee cast votes as well. In the final rounds, we actually decided not to participate in the voting at all, just so that we truly let uh, the public entirely decide. So the committee had no say in the final winners. It was entirely based on the online public voting, which I know we talked about last Last time I was here before the awards, um, the engagement was amazing, and it just continued to pick up and pick up right until the end. So, Yeah, it was uh, well, it was big league. I know our friend Elena Billis, we've interviewed her before with Black Caviar Productions. She ran a really tight ship. Absolutely. We were super impressed. We, we'd heard it was big time, but you, it's hard, you, you imagine one thing and then you get there. I haven't been to the Met since 1983 when my dad took me to see Return of the Jedi. Uh, twice, actually, because the first time I got really scared when the Rancor monster came out, so I, made, <laughs> so I had to leave because I was Amazing. six years old, and then I made him take me again the next week because I wanted to be a big man. Um, but hey, congratulations. Hopefully you're involved next year, and you'll come back and tell us about it. I certainly plan to be. Thank you very much. Jordan Earl, partner at 441 Maine and part of the committee for the Winnipeg Nightlife Awards.